and we're live from hell being fro- frozen over. <laughs> uh, so we just got back from our outdoor walk for yeah. 75 hard. It's a fantastic, warm and sunny 75 degrees. <laughs> sunny. I'm like, it's, it's 839. It's 839 and it's 17 degrees outside. I wonder what the wind chill is. Look, Not as cold tomorrow with a high of 37. Nice. I don't like that rain though. On the no, yes, feels like eight. Wind is it? Wind was a little brutal, not as yeah. bad as it was yesterday. Like my cheeks hurt a little, but other than that. So when I was sixteen, I got a really bad car wreck, and I had like a ton of scar tissue on my lower lip from it. It when it freezes, like when it gets this cold out, I just lose all filling, and then as it warms back up, it's one of the most painful things. So that's Aww. why I kept putting my hot hand on it. Oh, okay. To like help with that. Look at him, mouth agape. Gotta get mouth tape for the baby. <laughs> I don't know if that's uh... advised. Yeah. Well, I, usually everything's for like children under two, so we're we're inching towards there. Gotta check the Snapchat, otherwise I'll be thinking about it this entire time. Aww. I know. I want to take the kids. That'll be fun. That'll be so fun. <sighs> How have you been, Valencia? Well, my husband's home this week, so busy. I think is a good, actually not as busy as I had planned because we all got the stomach bug that's going around, uh, like one one right after another. So I woke up sick on Tuesday. We're actually supposed to. We've been watching this. He didn't tell me we had a book. That's cool. We're supposed to go out for my birthday, and that was the day that I was sick. So. Hopefully I can, I can make up for it in February. When you told me you were sick during that, I completely forgot that was that day. You managed to complete all your tasks with the stomach bug. <laughs> I felt so powerful because I woke up at like five, like just completely sick. And I was in bed until three o'clock. Hadn't had like any water. Like I was trying to drink water. Just like I had maybe a little bit. And, you know, it's just, I didn't, I, I had, I had accepted it at, by like noon. Yeah. Because I hadn't been able to sleep yet. Did you like, like, you told me you were going to fail. I was like, we need to start again tomorrow. I was like, why are we? I can't. She was like, you bitch. I literally was like, I don't even want to text you back right now. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that too. I was like, that is not what I was looking for, but. Hold on. Hello? Sit. Can you talk to the mic? Here, right here. Tell us about your day, Tony. Right here. Tell us about your day, Tony. Look, buddy. He says, Molly, I just want to be quiz to you. Yeah, so somehow I completed all my tasks. It was it it was hard. And I know a lot of people are like, Oh, you should have rested. I'm like, I know Fuck my limits. You. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I know my limits, but I also know like the feeling of having to start uh-uh. over. You are not gonna Yeah, probably not, buddy. We're not gonna do that. I'm so sorry. You can have it back when I'm recording. Or you or you can go back in there. It doesn't want to. You lay down? Sit. Sit. Drop the attitude, young man. There's another one right there and over there. Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. Um, nope. No, no, no. So sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> my favorite child is in the <laughs> podcast with us. <sighs> so, yeah. So then Alan, so Alan's been doing, oh, so the idea of having to start over, and I know we're only, we were at the point, like only two weeks in so far, but I was like, that's two weeks of progress. I think we were 17 days. 
Oh, no, yeah, maybe. Don't you discount us and what yeah. we've done. And so Alan has been doing 75 hard, too, and he woke up the very next day with the same bug. Though his didn't hit until, like, 9 a.m., and so he did not complete all of his tasks, and oh. I was like... Are we shocked that Alan failed? <laughs> well, I was like, I was just like, kind of made a point. I was like, that's interesting. We had the exact same bug, and I got mine done. I was like, I feel so powerful, and I was like, that's just a reminder of my superpowers. Don't you like my tiny little lap dog? Yeah, I love it. His heels, okay. His Samson, heel, hey. His heel was in my heel, Enough. good now. You can have it back when we're done recording our podcast. Quip, I literally hear you pouting down there. Stop it. You're going to get kicked out. But yeah, and everybody's healthy and we've been able to complete the rest of our scheduled events for the most part. We had an unexpected funeral funeral come up that he went to today, so. I like how people say unexpected funeral. Well, I mean, you know, it wasn't planned. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, they never are, but it's just like, it's kind of funny to me. Um, I mean, I'm glad he was home whenever it happened so he could go and be with his family, so. Love it for him to support them and stuff. I know he, we kind of run that risk with his job when he's gone so much that, you know, he doesn't get to be here for everything, but, you know, whenever he gets to, I'm glad. But yeah, he's gonna, it's almost time for him to go back and I'm not ready, but. I don't know how you do it. Mm. I would be like, get your ass home and raise your child. (laughs) When people say that, I'm like, yeah, I don't know either, honestly. I'm like, now it's my village, but before, couldn't tell you. I don't know. I'm a little offended you're not sitting on Mama's lap. She's like, well, you took my bone away. <laughs> She's rubbing my booty. <laughs> oh, I so. get my boy. How are you doing? Oh, you know. Surviving on no sleep right now? That child is something else. Um, Don't have children. It's a trap. Don't get married. That's a trap, too. Oh, my God. That is not the truth. Get a golden doodle. It's not a trap. <laughs> The, we had Theodore's doctor's appointment. He is three feet tall. That's crazy. What? Yeah. Theodore's 35 inches tall. I know. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it like Come on. Up. This is going to have the funniest audio. <laughs> I'm going to have to kick you out. You know that. You can't stay on track, buddy. Just give you some love real quick. We miss you. I know I haven't been home all day. Simpson, can you come up here? Simpson. Yeah, lay down. Lay down right up there. Uh. (laughs) It's funny. Who's our mascot? (laughs) It's our mascot. Oh, yeah. Uh, There is, like, not, like, the amount I love my golden doodle is insane. Okay, come on, buddy. Let's go. It was like a little pouty, like throwing a fit a little bit. Hey God, I just want to lay down right here. Can I just be near you, Mama? I can see you gone all day. I have been gone all day. My poor neglected golden doodle. Um, now so we had his pedi- pediatrician's appointment, and he went looking like he had just won multiple rounds of Baby Fight Club. Yep. Um, he had a huge uh wound on his head. 
for me throwing himself out of my arms onto Jill's brick mailbox. And then the next morning, he tried to climb on the dining room table, fell off, and bit through his lip. So both of those were there when we went to the pediatrician's office. And she was just like, yeah, that's not going to be the first or the last. I said, don't I know it? (laughs) Um, And she's talking to him. He's obviously just like huge, off the growth chart, head circumference, weight, height, like normal. That's funny because Faith just told me that on Kai's like nine-month appointment, She's like, he's finally out of the 10th percentile. Nope. Theodore's like, like 99, 99, 99. Guys, no. I haven't seen it yet, so I'll see it on Monday. But she told me that, and I was like, no, you take that back. Theodore's learning to like jump, like just a normal person jump up. Very oh. funny. Hilarious. Because mm-hmm. he falls forward a lot. It's just, yeah. uh, I'm a horrible mom. But. Yeah, they have to like remember to like bend their knees, but they don't, and it's just so funny. No, he's like really big into the deep squats, like in the rocking back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. so he'll get all the way down in a deep squat and rock back and forth. Mm. So for him, it's the, he hasn't quite got the force to go straight up. Yeah. Um, but, yep, so he's huge. He's smart, unfortunately. I think, like, my life would be easier if you were a dumb kid. Because <laughs> he's already, doorknobs, done. Um, He's figured out this child safety locks. He knows how to make them work. He doesn't quite have the strength. Oh, yeah. Because he'll open it just enough and reach his hand in there and try to pull it down. Real annoying. Um, Yeah, so. Motherhood has been interesting this last week. Yeah, and last night he only wanted to sleep in my arms. Which, who can blame him? He's just a little mama's boy. Samson's turn, too. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. You want to see the was it? Thursday? You ready to lose your mind? We can put part of this video up. We can't put the whole video up. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Samson. He's just dancing to it. Happy birthday to you. That's the other one. The other half. There you go. What a good boy. Yay. I love it. He got two cheeseburgers because he turned two. Aww. Um, yeah, Theodore was just like, that's at the conservation center. Straight vibing to the uh, happy birthday song. So, yep, he got very spoiled, like the spoiled sweet baby boy he is. He's two, which, you know, I, as a rational human being, cry because that means I only have so much longer left with him. Yeah. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm going with him. (laughs) (laughs) You can't make me live on this plane without Samson. Uh, so that's been the excitement of our week. Ryan's on vacation for a few days, and that's really nice. It means I can, like, kind of check out a parenting. Isn't it the best? <laughs> that's so bad. Like, not for you. You shouldn't feel bad, because you do it three, yeah, like, like, three full weeks. Yeah, I don't feel bad at all. I'm like, I'm off. I literally tell my kids, I'm like, off the clock. Go ask your dad. And it's funny. Yeah. Theodore is not. Obviously, I don't not do things. Like, you know, I help, I help out. No. But I get to, uh, like, release some of the full-time responsibility. Yeah, yeah. like responsibility. And it's it's really nice to be able to breathe. Theodore pretty much made me hold him from when I got home from work yesterday to when he went to bed. Get up. Up. That's your workout right there. That should have been. Yep. How is 75 hard going for you? 
Well, it was good. Like, you know, it's it was pretty easy to get back into the rhythm of it, and all the preparations we made really helped. I, uh... I haven't been getting up early, which I feel like is kind of detrimental for my day. Yeah. Although, like, you know, that's kind of an excuse. I'm literally home all day, and I have a little bit more opportunity to do things. Um, but... I, at first, was getting both of my workouts done by 2 p.m. Like, I was done with, that's, like, not necessarily the hardest part, but, like, time management-wise is, you know, what you got to plan for. And so, since they have to be, like, so far apart or whatever. Um, but otherwise, it's, you know, it's successful so far. Yeah. Um, so, what about you? Well, today is, like, the worst I've done on. Hey, that worked. Oh, nice. Um. Sorry. One of Ryan and I have a membership to two gyms through his insurance, and one of them had on the weekends it's not twenty four seven, so he had to go to the other one, and you have to have a key tag. Well, he took my car, and my key tag is just loose in my purse, like an insane person. Um, so he forgot he had didn't have his key tag, so he had me send him a picture, and that worked, and that's so cool. Um. Well, it's just a barcode, you know, I guess. No, it makes sense, but, like, I don't know. Now I'm just going to take a picture of mine. Right. That's how I'm going <laughs> to rock and roll on that. Uh, so, let's see. What has been my biggest struggle 75 hard? I have really kind of struggled with the reading. Really? Yeah, which is funny because I'm, like, obsessed with reading. I think it's because the fiction book I'm reading I'm super into, so I, like, want to get done with my 10 pages of nonfiction. That was my biggest thing last time, other than the water, because I was chugging at bedtime. I have not done that at all. No, uh, this, one time I did. I once. have this much left, which is a lot for me, especially considering I usually finish my water by four o'clock. Yeah, but weekends are different. <laughs> well, it's because so whenever we go out, we went out, we were out of town most of today. Whenever we go out of town, I usually get my forty ounce Stanley and fill it up. And then, like, have, like, a water bottle. And that's, like, enough. You know, like, you go, like, to lunch. I get yeah. water. That's those kind of things. Well, we went to a coffee shop for brunch, and I had to get coffee. Like, I am, my key, my drink that I order when I try a new coffee shop to determine if they are a good coffee shop or not is a hot vanilla latte. It's basic. It's simple. It's a delicious drink. If you fuck it up, you probably can't do much else right. right. <laughs> um, and it's, like, my favorite. It's my, it's my go-to order. It's my favorite order. And I've talked about it on the podcast before. I know there's a place like 45 minutes where Ryan's mom used to live and Ryan called The Grind in Lamar. And they are the best vanilla latte I've ever had. The place this morning tasted identical to it. I can't wait to go and we can have it together. Yes. Day trip number one. (laughs) The food there was good. It was, I don't know. It's not like anything I'm racing to get back to for the food. But the coffee, delicious. Um, so I got coffee there, obviously. And then I got the brewmate. And I always kind of like complain about how big my Stanley is for me to carry and have throughout the work day. Well, you have like broken wrists. <laughs> I just haven't had any problems with them lately. But I really wanted the 30-ounce the Simple Modern and I couldn't find it. Well, I decided to buy the brewmate since it doesn't leak. And I am constantly spilling my Stanley. So I got the, I actually ordered a 30 ounce and that's what I took today. So I just didn't have a lot of water oh, yeah. with me, um, today while I was like out of town. So it was this morning and like after I got back, but I'm 
drink the most of it. Um, but yeah, I usually am done by the end of the day. Like even on weekends, like by five o'clock, I'm usually well over. I've, I've probably been averaging like two gallons a day of water because I finish my gallon before I ever go home. Like I usually have my gallon finished by my lunch. Yeah, yeah, you were telling me about your And then I have to drink it at the gym or, like, when I get back from my walk and stuff. And then that's – I have, like, a really in-depth oral care routine, which we've yep. talked about before. Yep. I've actually added a step, <laughs> as if that needed to happen. Um, so, like, I'm not going to drink anything after I do that except right. water. So I, I tend to drink a lot more water throughout the day. But yeah, the reading is kind of – I don't know. I'm starting Tinks's book. Um, I'm going to, like, not try to finish that other one for right now, which was 4,000 Weeks, because the last few chapters are just killing me. Um, but I'm starting Tinks's book, which is The Shift. And it starts with dating, which I obviously don't need any dating advice, because I'm married. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, like, the other kind of stuff that I was, I just want to read and stuff like that. So I'm starting that, and so far it's been a lot more interesting. But... We're doing the Begin Again program with Alive right now. Yeah. I cannot express how much I love the Alive app. I'm so glad that we got it. Like, the timing of that was perfect. So, like, big things about it are it has a lot of variations. Like, if you can't do the exercise or you don't have the equipment. Or for me, I actually go to a gym, so I have all the equipment. But if there's only one, like, cable machine exercise and the rest are dumbbells, where I like to do my dumbbell workouts all the cable machines are downstairs so if there's only one cable machine I'll just switch it for a dumbbell while I'm up there and it's got like two or three options usually to switch to um that like they're very like there's descriptions as well as videos warm-ups and cool downs are built in there's a ton of variety you can pick how long like you can pick different length workouts different muscle groups different things yeah, and it's not like it's just a, an app that they made. Like, they're adding to it all the time. And yeah. they even just got, like, a new, like, trainer on there, too. Yeah. So it's not just, like, one that you just, you know, you get what you get. They're all, they're adding to it, too. Well, and it's more than just, like, workouts. Like, like the program we have has walks pro- programmed in and gratitude yep. journals. And, like, that's all built in there, which is super nice. But not just that. The trainers, because it's Whitney Simmons, Libby, and Felicia. I don't know their last names. Yeah. Um. But they're all so active on social media and Instagram that I, if I've ever struggled to figure out exactly how to do a workout, yeah. I have within two minutes been able to go to their social media and fig- find out yeah. how they like where they've explained it. What's cool is I followed Whitney for uh, like a long time before I, and I looked into the app at one point, but I wasn't ready to switch yet. So watching all of her videos, I'm like, whenever I got the app, I was like, oh, I know how to do a lot of these because I've watched her videos for a long time, so. Well, when we were going to the gym together, so I had heard about Winnie Simmons, but I didn't follow her anything until you brought it up. So we've actually, after that, we've actually done some of her workouts at the gym. Yeah. Because, like, she posts about Instagram. But yeah, loving the Alive app. I think it's, like, it's by far the best fitness app I've ever tried. And I've yeah. tried a lot of, I just, I love this kind of stuff, so I've tried a lot of them. And it's affordable, too, mm-hmm. so. It's very standard. 15 bucks a month is pretty normal for a lot of them. Yeah. So it's not like uh, extraordinary. But what are we going to do, Dave Lincia? Tell them what we're going to talk about. So, I was, I keep seeing, I kept seeing all this stuff for a little chat, chat GPT. And I was like, there's got to be something I can use that for. And so I just typed in like, 
questions for podcasters, and some of them were dumb, but I think I found a really good... We had a fun time in the car talking yeah. about this, because we went to dinner for the first time, just the two of us tonight, like, where we actually went out and had dinner. Wild. Like, we've ran errands, we've and got coffee, but, like, it's, yeah. it's like a whole other experience. I know. It was fantastic. I loved it. Okay. Go first. What's our first question? So, I have not, I don't think I've heard, I've maybe heard one or two of these, but. So I looked up like podcast life questions. So these are like kind of serious and just kind of like, you know. I'm we, about to make them very not serious. Yes. <laughs> the last ones were very not serious, but these are. So I actually, I haven't read any of these except for the first one. So these okay. are all going to be like fresh and you know how I do with that. So you get to answer first. So. How has podcasting changed your perspective on life or influenced your personal growth? Um, I feel like, I actually don't feel like it has just because we don't take it super seriously yeah. and it's not like for us, it's not, I mean, it's small, like it's a small podcast. We're not monetizing it. We're, we worked really hard the first six months and like did incredible consistency and stuff like that. But we had, like, a really big upset in December with, like, our lives. Like, what a huge thing. So we had to change that. And I was actually worried that was going to affect me negatively. Like, just feeling like we failed. But the way we've kind of come back and just accepted that it is what it is has, like, been great. So I feel like instead of the podcast molding me, like, the podcast becomes more representative of you and I every day versus the podcast isn't changing us we are changing the podcast to be very realistic to us yeah and we also agreed like when we started like we wouldn't let it become something that's like super stressful like it's a hobby more than it is like a job so obviously we haven't monetized but for me personally it's really expanded a lot of things for me like you know literally talking while I feel like I could I have so many friends that I you know I could sit there and talk two hours for but like you know, if somebody randomly would ask me a question, I would have just froze not knowing what to say. And I'm like, it's really helped me, like, vocalize my opinions that I would normally keep to myself. <laughs> I think that, like, an observation that I find not just with you, but, like, I know I went through this and stuff. I feel like there's going to be, there's two sides to this. People who say, don't, you know, move in silence. Don't speak it out loud or it won't yeah. happen. And then there are people who I feel like you and I both fall into this category. If once you say something out loud, you then are more likely yeah, to do manifest it. Manifest it. So I think where you're talking about like just some of the more negative things in your life, you said, I'm not going to do this anymore and talked about how that affected you. And now you're kind of holding yourself yeah, to that. For sure. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. So I feel like it's really changed a lot for me. So really grateful for that. I love, I do, I love doing it. Yeah. It's so fun. It'll be really cool to look back on in like five, ten years. Yeah. Hopefully we're still doing it. Yeah. But like just even to see like yeah. what we thought and like how like, we felt. Remember when we sat there for like five minutes and then decided to start a podcast and a month <laughs> later it was up and running? That was insane. <laughs> just shows you how, you know, easy it is to start one. And Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the next one is, can you share a memorable moment from your podcasting journey that had a profound impact on you? A memorable moment. Um, the messages. Yes. Of people like telling us how much they loved it and how much like from people I didn't talk to in a long time and stuff like that. Just kind of like the reach it had. Yeah. For me, it's similar to that. But like when people like quote something from our thing and say it to me like in person. Corey just did it the other day and I was dying because I'm pretty sure it was 
I'm trying to remember what it was, but I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. But it's just like one of those things you would have had to listen to the podcast to know. Mm -hmm. And that was like so cool that people spend the time. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not caught up. And I was like, it's okay. But I'm like, it's so cool that they're like, I'm listening. I'm trying to be there for you. And it's just really nice. That's like Maisie. Well, you can tell when she's listening because she'll send me stuff like from it. Oh. (laughs) I love it. Uh, let's see. How do you handle the balance between your podcasting life and personal relationships? I feel like <laughs> this is something we struggled with for us because for a while it was like, man, we never get to hang out because all we're doing is podcasting. podcast stuff. I think that's like a big part of like we had to take a break. And then in that break, we like mentally still like we needed the friendship. Yeah. And so we hung out a lot as friends. Yeah. And I think we really went in like when we started up again we really needed to prioritize that again. And so that's kind of why we backed down to one episode a week is now we get to do things as friends. And I think we're a lot more like apt to like tonight we had talked about like we were going to hang out and then we talked about recording. But I think if we wouldn't have recorded, neither of us would have felt bad. No, no, no. Like we wouldn't have felt like we were skipping. I like literally. Yeah. That's what I was thinking while we were out at dinner. But then we were just kind of in a a groove. So yeah, we needed to do it. Sorry, my lower back killing me. Uh, let's see. Have there been instances where a listener story or feedback significantly touched you? Mm. I cry when I read Chris or Kirsten's. Right. I just remember the first few messages from like very the very beginning, and I was like, "We already have so much support," and that was like really important. And yeah, kind of like oh, you know, and like, not just like <laughs> the few people you talk to every day. Like we yeah. had so much support yeah. and so much love. I swear, I think I had a couple of that I'm like. People that I didn't even know or, like, had only, like, messaged a couple times and they reached out to me to let me know that they listened to it. And I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been wonderful to, like, hear that and, like, just feel, like, close to those people again. Yeah. Let's see. In what ways has podcasting allowed you to connect with people in communities that wouldn't have otherwise? Well, see, for me, I'm not, like, a podcast listener. Like, still am not. Um, But I have listened to some since we've started, obviously. And yeah. And so that kind of, like, opened my eyes to, like, I could be listening to things and learning things, too. And, like, getting a little bit more informed. I don't know if that's really I feel question, like but. I, inter- in the, kind of in the communities our podcast touches and stuff, I was already interacting in them. Mm. So it's really just, like, grown my passions and my, like involvement in like the wellness and the mental health yeah. and the fitness those kind of communities yeah for me i i'm someone that has struggled with like social anxiety like not really being able to talk about things like i, I can't think of anything on the spot and this kind of gives me like a something to talk about so that kind of you just like kind of get used to like the fact that all this rambling and stuff we do anybody could listen to at any time yeah <laughs> so like it kind of really helps with the social anxiety there yeah for sure uh, how do you stay motivated and inspired to continue podcasting, especially during challenging times? We don't. Yeah. And not, not like we don't stay motivated or don't want to. It's just, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's, this, it's not a business. Well, even in like. Or a job. And we're not right now full for, and that may change at some point in the future, yeah. but we're not trying to turn it into one, like into one of these massive podcasts because like. We don't want it to lose what it is to us. Right. Now, things could change. Like, 
I, I know a lot of people do that and maintain really healthy, like, relationships. But even so, it's like, I just, we value ourselves as individuals and, like, that mental health that comes with that. Um, and, like, even if this were my job, I would have taken time off in December. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I had to. I had yeah. to be there for the things that mattered to me more. Mm-hmm. And, like, as much as I love podcasting and stuff like that, it's not my number one priority. Right. For me, it's just, like, a really good outlet. So, like, and plus I get to see you. So that keeps me uh, like, oh. If I suggest recording, I'm like, no matter what, I get to see Ashley. <laughs> yeah, because there <laughs> were, like, multiple, <laughs> there was multiple times in December where we're like, oh, let's record. And then we got together and we just, like, needed yeah. to just be together yeah. more than we needed to do anything else. And that's not lack of motivation. Um, it's prioritization. It's prioritization because, like, we also, we don't like discipline because if there's something that's, like, top priority to us, we get it done. Yeah. And I think, I think that's kind of been finding the balance is at what level does the podcast yeah. rank to us? Yeah. I definitely, if we do end up, like, if, if our podcast grows and we do monetize what I definitely want to come back to this question. Yeah. And, like, and this would be this fun answer. for us to do this whole thing again in, like, six months or a year yeah. and just see, like, what has changed. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, let's see. Have there been unexpected life lessons or insights gained through the process of creating your podcast? <laughs> I'll let you go first because oh. you obviously... Hello. Why don't you answer for me? I think, well, I might answer for you, but <laughs> I think it's like an insight I had is like, I tend to separate myself from situations. Like in my mind, when I talk about things like we've talked about boundaries and like cortisol and things like that. In my mind, like visually, like we're talking and I'm sitting to the sidelines watching it. Right, so like I've separated myself into two people, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times, the Ashley that's like present and talking is like I've separated my emotions out of that. Right, and the podcast, and especially you, has like really forced me to pull those things back together. Mm-hmm. And so there have been sometimes when we've been talking, and like either on the episode where parts got cut out, or parts got left in, or even like after it, like I felt like the like, emotional gravity of some of these issues and how they've truly affected me. And so, like, I'll sit here and I'll talk and, like, be like, oh, this, 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 and this. And, like, here's what you should do. And then, like, I'll sit there and I'll be like, wow, that actually really, really hurt me. And, like, we've, like, some of those things and, like, as we've joked about it and stuff like that. And it's forced me to come together and, like, keep the, like, keep the logical and the emotional side on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. And so that's had, like, a huge impact on how I view things that are happening in my life. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. It was, I'm, so, yeah. I'm so into that. I, um, I really think talking about a lot of the things and, like, learning about, like, like you said, the cortisol and stuff, it really helped me be like, I have, I have issues. Like, mm-hmm. I have some problems. I got to address them. And, and uh, the more we talked about things, I'm like, I would notice if we had talked about something again, like, a month after we had brought it up before, I was like, it's gotten worse for me or something like, you know, stuff like that, especially when we were really focused on like health and wellness and we were trying mm-hmm. new things and I was noticing things and, and it's really been a cool journey that you've introduced me to like all like the health and wellness and like, and focusing on myself and stuff like that. And, 
And a lot has changed for me, especially since like October. So I'm really grateful to be able to vocalize how I feel and have like a like sounding board to like be able to, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. So that's been good for me. That's not where I thought you were going to go with that, but. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <sighs> let's see. How do you manage stress or burnout associated with podcasting commitments? Well, I think that's, that's kind that's, of what we talk yeah, about. We, we don't. Kinda, yeah. We don't allow mm-hmm. our, if it's becoming stressed or burnout, we just simply stop. Yeah. And that's like one of the things that, like, we've pivoted a lot. Like, the what you're hearing in January is like vastly different from what we put out in November. Yeah. Where it was like very structured and very like health and wellness topic. And like, we did a lot of cool, fun things, which we want to do again. So, like, definitely sound off. Like, let us know what you yeah. really love. Like, do you like those kind of things? But. We got, I mean, it, it got a lot. It became too much for us in that time, like, just in, like, the time frame of our lives. So, we just didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Yeah. So, we said, hey, we're not going to get burnt out on this. See, there might have even been a few times where we were supposed to record and we didn't. But because we were so, like, since we did it really well the first, like, six months and we had batched episodes, you might not have known that we had taken a break because we had already pre-recorded and so, yeah. but... Yeah, I actually like the girls' night episode we did with Faith. I literally still have it. Yeah, I was. Just I should. I that. should do like. I should release it. It's gonna be like a month and a half old, but I think yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah, for so. sure. What impact do you hope your podcast has on the lives of your listeners? I just hope like you find a place to just like I don't know be accepted. Yeah, that was my hot water heater. Oh, I was like, what was that? Um. I just, I want people to come, people who are at any step in any part of our journey, so it's mental health, like mental health, wellness, fitness, parenthood, marriage, divorce, like at any point in their lives, because we, we really do like broach a lot of that. I want people to come and feel like they've learned something or they could teach us something yeah. or that they were accepted. Yeah. I don't want to come across like holier than thou. Like, very preachy. Yeah. Um, I don't want to come across, like, judgy. I just, I want this to be, not a, I don't want to say safe space, because it's not. Um, I'm very <laughs> mean. But, like, I want it to be, like, an accepting, like, comfort. Like, I want this to be people's comfort shows. Yeah. I love that. I, I always think, like, if you're someone that feels like you're kind of stuck, or you kind of, you feel like you don't belong somewhere or whatever, or you're just mentally struggling, just know that the circle you're in might not be the one you're supposed to stay in. Yep. And I've gone through a lot of different circles in my life, and most of them I was either kind of like the leader or whatever, I was made to be the leader, or like I full-on did not feel like I was part of it, but I needed something to hold on to. But once I found the circle I was supposed to be in, I feel accepted, I feel supported, I feel amazing, honestly. And your right circle will help you feel better in all ways of life. And so you may you may just need to hear two girls that have found each other and have helped support and just better each other to know that there is hope that you will find yours too. So that yeah. is mine. And if not, you'll always have us. Yes. <laughs> Reach out because we will be your bestie, okay? No matter where you are, we got you. Yeah. Except for you, Cassie. I need you to come back here. I miss you. (laughs) 
Okay, this is the last one This says, can you share a funny or heartwarming anecdote related to your podcasting experience? Okay, wait, wait, hold on. This is going to sound like really idiotic. Antidote. What the fuck? Like, what does that mean? It's anecdote. Okay. Not antidote. All right, Ryan. <laughs> it's, it's like a funny, like, like, just like a little story, like, or like a little, you know, how we have our one-liners or something like that. Or just like a little experience, you know. Something funny you said that a short or amusing, interesting story about yeah. a real incident or person. Yeah. So if it's some, so think of something that like whenever you're I at a think social of gathering, like, it's something you always bring up because it's so funny. Do you know what Ryan always brings up every time we're in Springfield? It's unrelated. So one of the first times we went to Springfield together, this was back. <laughs> I have another funny story for this. Um, when I had my Mustang, we were taking a turn and a dump truck almost hit us. Oh my gosh! Right. Every single time we're in Springfield, I was like, oh my god, I get it, you swerved and missed the dump truck, thank god. No, Alan literally will do that if we drive by something that we've driven by. He's like, oh, I used to work there, oh, I helped. No, there was this guy's house right by Jill's house. He's So every time we passed by there, like, when we used to live near that neighborhood, we'd pass by there and be like, oh, I helped them work on that house whenever it was we're being like, built. like, do you and think like, I forgot? <laughs> like, it's been like three days, yes, I, I remember. Ugh. Yeah. So stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I have one for the fact. I just feel like we had so many, like, one line. I have one that's been cut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to do that to you guys. No, it's got to be one we can share. Hmm. We share it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, now I'm, like, drawing a blank. I know there's so many... I mean, I have one that's not funny. Good. <laughs> I was, I thought we weren't recording yet, but we were sitting down to record, and you, you were giving me some hard truths, and I was over there crying, and you're just sitting there. Well, we talked about this on the podcast. Um, I think it's a little amusing. I just like there are some things that I am willing to work on, and then there are other things that you should come to know and expect of me yeah. as a person. I at didn't this point. know that yet. <laughs> Just like I gaslit my child the other day, and I was like, "Do you feel even a little bit bad?" And I said, "Have you met me?" I. <laughs> you know, Theodore taught him that. <laughs> no, he taught Theodore that. That's so funny. Well, I don't have one. I can think of. Oh, well. We just cut this whole question out. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything else you want to share before we wrap this one up? I do like that, like, we're starting to get little shorter episodes. They feel a lot more digestible. Mm-hmm. They're way easier to edit. Um, this as... one won't be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be All fine. those pauses. Well, because the sound bars drop a lot, it's really easy to find where they would get it in. Oh, yeah. Unless you were in here talking to yourself, then. No, I wasn't. I don't think. <laughs> I leave that part I in, I should have so. left you, like, little like little messages for when That'd you're... That'd be so funny. For your editing. No, it's actually nice, too, because they're, they're roughly about the length of our workouts, so I can, like... You know, I have mine a little sped up, but... Yeah. I can listen to the whole thing during our workout. I've been, like, so into, like, punk, metal, rock, like, Bring Me the Horizon, Sleep Token... Um, I prevail lately. Well, one, Theodore Christ if I play any other genre of music right now. So that's what got me into it. But I've just like been super into it where I haven't been listening to as many podcasts. I listen to that the entire time I work out and like half the day when I'm at work too. 
Mm-hmm. And I just don't know. So that's like been really helping me with the workout. Yeah, I just I blast Taylor Swift right now. Yeah, Theodore's like not a Swifty, and I'm a little disappointed in him as a child. Um, My kids can sing along to her songs now. That's how often he I like, play it. He like screams if I try to play any of them right now. You gotta ask Jack his his favorite song. It's Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift. That's he so knows funny. like most of the words. I just it's he got amazing. every recessive gene imaginable: red hair, curly hair, blue eyes. It just makes sense that like not liking Taylor Swift is recessive. So, well. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find us on any major podcast platform. You can follow us on TikTok or Instagram at Self Misguided Podcast. And we can't wait to, for you to join us again because at the end of the day, aren't we all self misguided?